we've been serving more brands than just dropshippers mm. because we do something called drop branding where let's say you sell these cups, right? These like steel cups and you have a brand. Typically, you have mm. to order 60 days worth of inventory at least. You have to import mm. them into a, a warehouse here in the U.S. You have to pay the mm. warehouse and then you have to ship them out to your customers from there. And if mm. orders come in internationally, then shipping is super expensive. But mm -hmm. with us, we have two facilities in China. And what we can do is we can order you seven days worth of inventory because we can replenish it from the factory every week. And you don't have to pay for any of the shipping up front. So if you are importing 60 days worth of this product, you're paying for the product and the shipping to get it to the US. You're spending tens of thousands, if not six figures for inventory. Whereas with us, we can put your logo on it. We can keep it in our warehouse in China. And you're only spending a couple bucks per unit to keep it there. And we can get your packaging, store a bunch of the packaging in our warehouse. And then we can ship all over the world. We ship it to the US now in four to nine days. That's our fastest shipping line, which is very comparable to what mm. most DTC brands are shipping now. So a lot of bigger brands and people that want to build brands that can last are working with us to do drop branding is what we call it. Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Shahid Durrani. Today we have with us Jared Getz. Jared is the founder and CEO of Zendrop, an e-commerce marketplace that connects reliable suppliers and online merchants and drop sh shipping stores. Welcome to our show, Jared. Hey, thanks for having me on. Oh, it's my pleasure. So it looks like you just started this back in 2019, correct? Yeah, this business was launched in 2019. We spent about two years building it and yep, launched in 2019. How did it affect you with COVID? Oh, it was really bad, actually. Yeah. A lot of our, so we have an operation over in China and we ship okay. directly to consumers all over the world. And uh -huh. we put the products on commercial airlines in bulk, ship them to okay. sorting facilities, like for example, if we have 10,000 orders, we put it on a commercial airline, we'll fly it to Dallas, Texas, unpack it, and then ship the individual products out to all the customers. And we launched the platform in August of 2019. So right before COVID became a thing. And first, and it became super viral, which was crazy. We went, we hit our first seven figure month, like our third month launching. Amazing. And, yeah. and, we, and then the fourth month is when COVID hit. So we had tens of thousands of new users fulfilling their orders through us, but we couldn't actually ship the product out because there was no commercial airlines. So we tried to put the products on boats. We tried to come up with other shipping methods, but we were promising our customers seven to 15 day shipping. But when you put it on a boat, we're looking at 60 days. So it was a huge mess and it oh. almost tanked us as a business. We had to basically regroup and start over after that. So can you share that experience of how you regrouped and how you came up with a solution? Yeah, it was, it was re it, at the time it felt really, I was like feeling like a victim because I was like, I did everything right. And it's yes. not my fault. And I had a built a reputation in the industry and people are like, oh, this company sucks. Like blah, blah, blah. Oh. Uh, reviews. Huh? Were there reviews like that you saw? Yeah, there were some red? reviews. You got to imagine, mm. right? You scale. Yeah, of course. 
almost 100,000 installs in our first three months. And then we couldn't ship anything. So we couldn't keep our promises. So it was, it was hard. And it was like a lot of the deep self-doubt started kicking in. Like maybe I just, I'm not smart enough to run this business or Mm. I bit off more than I could chew, but I've never given up on anything like in my life. I've always, I always just keep pushing forward. And it's just a matter of effort and time. And eventually we, in a lot of reflection, a lot of thinking, a lot of Mm. planning, and we actually used it as an opportunity to relaunch as a, a new, fresher brand anyway. So like we use the time to build the platform better, rebrand it and relaunch it. And everyone knew that it was the same platform. It's not like we were coming back and yeah. like, oh, trying to be a different company. But mm. it was like, hey, here's what happened. We sent out mass emails to our list. Here's what happened. Here's why we're better now and blah, blah, blah. And we were able to learn from that experience. And since then, we've had over a million Shopify merchants connect stores to Zendrop, and we've been growing every year. That is incredible. I love that. So you mentioned installs. Was it 300 installs in the first three months? What was that number you shared? No, we we had almost 100,000 installs in the first three months because it went super viral. There was a big need for that in the market. Can you you share yeah. Yeah. So previous to building Zendrop, so re- rewind maybe five years prior to that, I was one of the biggest drop shippers here in the US. Like I was selling oh, nice. 2,000, 3,000 orders a day of viral products. And I had built a, an education business. We were doing courses and coaching and masterminds. And that turned into one of the biggest coaching businesses here in the US for drop shippers. And I had built a community of over 500,000 people on my email list. 100,000 people in my Facebook group, tens of thousands of students. So I built Zendrop to serve that community. And through doing the education business, I knew all the influencers. I knew all the educators. I knew the market very well, and I had a reputation in the market. So when I launched, I was able to get a bunch of people to promote it. And I promoted it to my whole audience. And it, it. it just started spreading word of mouth, and it just became viral. And so most of your customer base right now are drop shippers? Yeah, our platform services drop shippers. But the cool thing is that we've been serving more brands than just drop shippers mm. because we do something called drop branding, where let's say you you sell these cups, right? These like steel cups, and you have a brand. Typically, you have mm. to order 60 days worth of inventory at least. You have to import mm. them into a, a warehouse here in the US. You have to pay the mm. warehouse. And then you have to ship them out to your customers from there. And if mm-hmm. orders come in internationally, then shipping is super expensive. But mm-hmm. with us, we have two facilities in China. And what we can do is we can order you seven days worth of inventory because we can replenish it from the factory every week. And you don't have to pay for any of the shipping up front. So if you are importing 60 days worth of this product, you're paying for the product and the shipping to get it to the US. You're spending tens of thousands, if not six figures for inventory. Whereas with us, we can put your logo on it. We can keep it in our warehouse in China and you're only spending a couple bucks per unit to keep it there. And we can get your packaging, store a bunch of the packaging in our warehouse. And then we can ship all over the world. We ship it to the US now in four to nine days. That's our fastest shipping line, which is very comparable to what mm. most DTC brands are shipping now. So a lot of bigger brands and people that want to build brands that can last are working with us to do drop branding is what we call it. It's a hybrid where it's a lot less cash flow, a lot less risk, and it allows you to be much more versatile. You can also 
test a bunch of other products, right? Let's say you have this cup brand. You want to figure out what's my next product line. Rather than importing a bunch of something new and hoping it sells, you can test 50 different cups tomorrow. And whenever people start buying, you can put your brand on, put it in our locations in China and ship it to your customers. So mm. that's our normal customer base now. It's so, just really e-commerce businesses. So the private label, is that similar to private label, the new hybrid model? Yeah, it is. It is private labeling. You're, it's the same thing yeah. as if you were bringing your product to less. Just You don't okay. need to order as much inventory. And we replenish it every it's day. Cost-effective. Cost-effective. And it allows you to be nimble and test other products before investing a bunch of money in something new. Well, how does that part work? If an entrepreneur has their own idea, I guess you would just complete the fulfillment for it, right? From so, China. No, so we, we have over a million products on Zendrop. We have... Okay. We have two logistics centers in China, and we're connected with tens of thousands of factories. So we can source virtually anything you could find on Alibaba or AliExpress. If it's not already on Zendrop, we can get it sourced within one day. You do product research. You find a product that's similar to the one that you know you want to get into, and you tweak the product a little bit, and you launch that product on Amazon. So is it similar to that? Or would this work in conjunction with Amazon? We support Shopify merchants. So all of our installs okay. are from Shopify. Okay, it's purely Shopify. I understand now. For example, if there's an entrepreneur that's looking to create another stream of income, how would that experience be from start, if you want to dumb it down, I yeah. guess, 100%. to start with Zendrop from the beginning to becoming profitable? Yeah. First of all, we do have Zendrop Academy, which shows you how to do all this stuff. But okay. to give it in a simple term, to paint the picture of the framework of how yeah. you get started in this business, mm. typically you want to create a, a Shopify store, a general store where you can sell really anything. It's just a general online store. And you okay. do some product research, you find 20, 30, 40 products that you think could sell well, and you put them on your store. You connect to Zendrop, you put them on your store. We also have a trending product section in our platform, so okay, you can find that's right away. And then mm -hmm. you run Facebook ads to, to, depending on your budget, anywhere from one to 50 products a week. You could spend like 50 bucks on each of them, see what you get the lowest cost per acquisition on profitably. Like, let's say you're selling this cup for $30. You get it on Zendrop for $5. You're making a $25 margin. So if you're acquiring customers for less than $25 on ads, you're profitable. And if the customer buys two or three or four, you're profitable on those orders. So you find the product that's profitable. And then what I like to do is create a store that's around this single product or this type of product, a niche store. So you'd create a drinkware store or a you know, outdoor store, whatever it is, right? And mm -hmm. then you build the brand around it. You spend the, now you spend your energy on making the brand nice, on making the page perfect, on making your images and your videos all good. In the beginning, you're just testing. You're just throwing stuff on your store. You're throwing out ads. You're seeing what works. And then you invest your energy on making the product that's working into a, a really well-made store with a brand. So do you have templates as well that people could use? Shopify templates that are turnkey? So there, there's tons of like free apps on or free themes on Shopify. We go through that stuff in Zendrop Academy on how to set it up to convert. Uh, okay. But this business model is super powerful. I made... My first dropshipping store scaled from zero to $2 million in 60 days and went on to do over $10 million that year. And I've done that for years. 
So there's a lot of, you can make a lot of money drop shipping products online. How much ads did you have to spend to get there? So initially? I was spending about $20,000 a day to do about $50,000 a day in orders. The, the goal is when you're profitable, you want to spend as much as you yes. could. But every dollar yeah. you put in, you take two out or you take three out. So you want to spend as much as you could, scale as much as you could. And as you're spending, you're feeding the pixels data on your customers yeah. so that cost per acquisition gets lower over time. And then you could automate the business too. I had virtual assistants doing all the customer support, of course. I had media buyers running my ads. And I was probably spending about 20 minutes a day just checking in on things. My store was printing 25 grand a day in profit. So it was, uh, it's a really great business model. It holds a special place in my heart because it really changed my life. It yeah. allowed me to travel. It allowed me to buy the things that I thought would make me happy, which later in life I realized is not really the path to fulfillment anyway, but the business model was my kind of foot in the door in my first kind of venture that had success. So speaking about fulfillment, is that where the name came from as well? Zen Drop? Yeah, I'm a pretty spiritual person. I've been, I've been to meditation retreats. I've done plant medicine journey. I meditate daily. I get the sauna and the cold mm -hmm. plunge here. And I'm very yeah. much into reflection and personal development. And Zen Drop yeah, just same here. Really we wanted to give a name that's okay. Good. Sometimes dropshipping your bad experiences when you're working with a supplier in China. I had a very bad yeah. experience when I was working with a supplier in China where the supplier actually sent out 7,000 fake tracking numbers. Oh. I was collecting the money from my customers. I was paying him and he was sending out fake tracking numbers and keeping all the money, which was a half a million dollar hit that I took in about a week. And it was not Zen at all. It was, it was the opposite. We yeah. wanted to build a brand that people feel comfortable that we can support their back end and they can scale. Yeah. There's always a risk. We have over 10,000 five-star reviews. Mm. Support team is amazing. There's always going to be errors and logistical problems. Mm -hmm. at scale. There's no way around it, but it's a matter mm -hmm. of how you handle it. And our team, we got about 45 people on the team. Every month we do a, an all hands meeting and we like to talk about what we practice, right? We would like to bring these habits and, and practices to the team and encourage people to also be on this mindful path. So we're yeah. very much about that as a company culture. That's wonderful. For the products that you carry, do you have some kind of stats for someone who signs up new to Zendrop to simplify the top product that's producing the most and it's expected to produce in the next coming few months. And then you recommend them to take that product and start with funneling their ad spend through Facebook ads. The short answer is yes. We have mm -hmm. a section in Zendrop called Trending Products, where you can see all the products that are that many people are adding to their stores and selling. But we also have a fiduciary interest in our big sellers where we don't want to share their product data with everyone oh. else. So it's a balance. If you, if somebody comes to us with a brand or a winning product, we're not going to put that product on the trending product section, but we do have a new offer we're launching that is as you get a Zen drop membership and a store filter membership, which is the platform that our CMO built. And it's a product research platform that you can get mm -hmm. real deep into what's selling, where you could look at other stores and see what they're selling the most of, what are their ads? how long they've been selling the product. You can do tons of research there. 
but it's a mm-hmm. it's a balance, right? We don't want to we don't want to give people's winning products to other people, but we also do want to help people get started with things that might really work to sell. So the trending list, people that are signing on and taking that leap with the trending list, are they seeing profits? I guess it depends on the ad spend, but in general, are you looking at that if the trending list is doing well for people? Yeah. So most people in who start a business don't succeed, just bottom line. They don't, they either give up or they have many limiting beliefs and mindset. Yeah. They don't have the mindset or they don't commit the time or they have one bad experience and they get scared and they give up. So the majority of people that start a dropshipping business don't succeed just bottom line because of the nature of human beings. But the people that follow the formula, the people that are testing products consistently, when I was coaching, I had a a weekly coaching call that I would do. And I had about 500 people in that program. And it was funny the I could always tell who was going to succeed and who was not going to succeed right off the bat. And it had nothing to do with their technical skills. It had nothing to do with their knowledge about e-commerce even. It was simply the people who showed up excited and they were Mm -hmm. like, wow, there's millions of products that I could sell to billions of people. I just got to find the right combination. Those Mm -hmm. people succeeded. The people that showed up, they were skeptical. Hey, I think it might work, but for me, I'm not so confident. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. people that were like looking for reasons why it wouldn't work, they would give up and they would fail. And with dropshipping, there's, like I said, there's millions of products that you can sell to billions of people. So the only way you fail is if you give up. If you try testing mm-hmm. enough products, you will find something that works. And the beauty of it is when you find something that works, you can scale a lot. So even nice. if you spend $10,000 over the course of a few months testing 50 products and you find one winning product, you'll make your $10,000 back. You can make it back in a day or in two days. Or yeah. you know, if you get to, you know, you're doing million dollar months, which is very possible drop shipping. I've done it many times. You make back all that money right away. And then you have a new kind of belief, right? You've outperformed what you thought was possible. And now you're never going to go back. Now you're always going to keep trying. Mm-hmm. So it's really the people so that get past that, that giving up point that end up succeeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had a couple of good points. One is the self-image. What do they believe they can do in their subconscious when they get into business? A majority of them Basically, they just don't have that belief that they can do it. But the good news is that they can change that belief. They can make that change going into business to have that belief that they can do it. Anybody can do it. Oh, yeah. The second point that you mentioned, always looking for why it won't work. That's a simple one. It's the law of polarity. It's a law. Like everything has in and out, up and down, hot and cold. So if you're looking for how it won't work, it has to have the opportunity to how it can work. Where are you putting your energy? That's yeah. another mindset thing. So that's yeah. definitely you're, important points. You're definitely speaking my language. So these are the mm. things that I talk about more than more than tech, more than e-commerce knowledge. Is Same here. I, I published a book about four years ago called Overnight Success. And it was, mm. it's your, basically it's your playbook, your inner playbook for your first big breakthrough in business. And the first chapter is about outperforming your limiting beliefs. It's mm. you have, when I first started drop shipping, my store was doing, you know, maybe $500 a day. And my, and my belief was that $500 a day is where I should be at. Anything below is bad. I know there's people that are doing $10,000 a day, but I don't believe it's possible for me yet. But if you keep going, mm. you keep trying, eventually you'll hit a $1,000 a day. And now you shift your standard, right? 500 is bad. A thousand is normal. 
you keep going, you outperform that. You hit the ten thousand dollar mark. Five hundred yeah. dollar thousand's really bad. Anything under ten thousand yeah. is not good. And you have to keep outperforming what you believe is possible to keep raising your mm. standard of where you want to be at. Yes. And the only way to do that is to keep moving forward. Problem is, Boy. most people don't have patience. Most people are distracted. Most people are, they'll start something. They can't really focus on it for a long time because their mind is consistently distracted with all the things on our phones Noisy. and our messages and our social yeah. media. And they're training themselves not to be able to focus for a long period of time mm. and to get these consistent dopamine hits from social media that gives them that feeling that they're ultimately looking for in a little dose and allows them to just give up. But if you keep going, eventually you will perform better than what you your subconscious believes is possible for you. And that's the formula mm. to keep growing. You just have to outperform yeah. those beliefs. Yeah. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable, as they say. This is great stuff. Can you share with me or with us what kind of budget should they come in with when they start working with Zendrop to find that right product? How much budget should they come in with? Yeah. So that answer varies. I would say if you have if you don't have a job and you only have $1,000 left to your name, first of all, you're pretty much broke anyway, so you might as well give it a shot. But there's ways to advertise for free, right? There's ways to create TikTok videos and put them out. And if one of them goes viral, you can make tons of sales. But if you're spe specifically, if you're advertising on Facebook or YouTube or Google, you want to have a budget of, call it two to $500 a week to spend on ads. Now, that doesn't okay. mean you're going to lose two to $500 a week. That means that you need to be able to spend that and you might break even, right? You might lose mm. a couple hundred dollars. You might make a few hundred dollars. Part of business. Yeah. If you're testing five products a week, you want to spend at least a hundred dollars on ads on each product, right? So you'll take two creatives or you may take a video and a photo creative. You could even just rip them on off the internet and put them on ads, spend a hundred bucks. Maybe you'll make one sale and you'll make $40 back and you lost 60, but you want to at least have a few hundred dollars a week to put into advertising. And if you don't, then I would encourage you to try the organic method, making viral videos, putting them on TikTok specifically, because people post their first video on TikTok, you can get millions of views if it goes viral. So yeah. it depends on where you're at, but I would say a few hundred dollars a week, at least if you're running Facebook ads. Understood. Thank you, Jared. Can you share with us what you feel your innermost superpower is that got you to this point in life? Yeah, I would say it's my belief in the fact, it, my strong belief that the way you feel gives you an energetic frequency that equals the thoughts that you will receive that will push you down that path rather than waking up and looking at all the outcomes of the things I was doing and harping on the things that aren't working shifting my focus to doing things that will make me feel love, will make me feel abundance, will make me feel like I'm moving forward. Things like going on a walk with good music or meditating or good breath work. Something that makes mm -hmm. you feel, yeah, makes you feel mm -hmm. energized. And the mm -hmm. belief that in feeling that way, your vibrational frequency will manifest the thoughts that you need to move forward. And also the belief that most people try to create from a linear fashion. They try to First, I need to do this, and then this needs to happen, and then I could do this, and then finally this will happen, and then I can go and do that. But we live in a universe of unlimited possibilities, so mm. things don't happen the way you expect them to, but they will happen the way they're supposed to, and you will get to where you want to go or beyond by letting go of the outcome and focusing on the intention. 
focusing mm-hmm. on what you have control over, which is your habits, your discipline, which creates self-confidence and self-confidence allows you to see opportunities that you wouldn't be able to see without it. So focusing on those things that you have control over and knowing that by doing that work, you've done the work, you can let go of the outcome and the universe will work in a way to get you to whatever matches your vibrational pattern, how you feel on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. You're speaking my language as well. That's great, Jared. Nice meeting you, my friend. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, yeah. We but, can talk about this stuff for hours. I, my passions. Yeah, definitely. And when it comes to keeping your focus on what can work and what you can do to achieve success, the foundational thing that most people can relate to and they feel good about is the fact that you feel better. You feel good. So when you feel good, your actions are better. The things that you do amplify and everything else that you share, Jared, like that is the back end. That is working regardless. So it's beautiful what you shared. I appreciate that you shared it on our show. I can see how you're gaining the success that you're gaining. It's definitely extremely important to not go by logic. Logical is great, but if you're an entrepreneur, if you're going in business, going, taking logical steps is going to be pretty boring and it's just going to keep you limited. But thinking broad like that and going after what you truly want is going to make a big difference in your life. So I appreciate you, Jared, for coming on our show, sharing everything that you shared. I'm definitely going to check out the site, look at it in detail. And if there's anything else you want to share before we go, please go ahead. Yeah, I think just to sum up what we're talking about in a a 10 second tidbit, like something I remember every day is focus less on what you need to do and more on who you need to be and the things that you need to do will naturally to you. And most people are always focused on what they need to do. They disregard their energy. They disregard how they interact with others and they're operating from a place of lack. They're operating from a place of scarcity, a place of separation where they are to where they want to be, which causes frustration. And then Mm. guess what? The universe is going to bring you more of that. So shift the focus from, hey, what do I need to do today to, okay, who do I need to be today? Do those Mm. things that that person would do. Good point. Great, great, Jared. Audience, thank you so much for joining us for another episode today with Jared. His information will be in the show notes. We always talk about adding sources of income is very important. And drop shipping, e-commerce is definitely one of those top ones that you need to look into. So thank you guys. Appreciate you guys for helping us grow.